Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi folks, and on this week's podcast, what I want us to take a look at is depression and us opening up about feeling down, about feeling low on ourselves and what depression is and the impact it has on us. They reckon um, through a number of scientific studies and the TED talk I watched on me the other day again, that the average person suffers from depression roughly six to ten times within their lifetime. And it's something we don't tend to talk about. Again, mental illness or mental health issues are still quite taboo, which means when we're hit with one of them, be it we're struggling with anxiety, depression, or many other different aspects of mental health, we don't tend to talk about it, which can make it worse. So we're going to take a look today at depression and the signs, symptoms, how we can recognise it, what we can do, when we may get stuck in that place in our lives and how we can spot it with others and how we can prevent it, how we can stay ahead, how we can live differently that we don't struggle with depression in the first place in some instances. Instances, sorry. So depression itself, depression is, it's diagnosed as a mood disorder, like chronic depression, manic depression, uh, postpartum depression. These are all diagnosed disorders uh, which affect how you feel, how you think and how you act. Depression leaves you feeling extremely down most of the time and finding it hard to cope. Like the smaller things almost feel insurmountable. And for the diagnosed disorders, like I mentioned, chronic or manic depression, these are a reoccurring state for the sufferer but that's not the side of depression i want to d- dive into today well i don't want to look at the the actual disorders um it's the average for the average person um that that can struggle with with depression in in a lifetime outside of having a disorder one of the things that they're really finding out through um over the past couple of decades is it's not about treating just the mind. It's about treating the whole person. We're, we're moving away from just medicating the mind and looking more into how you can treat the whole person, how you can treat the whole being through a number of different different ways and different angles. So today, looking at general depression, uh, as I say, which most of us experience, and the difference between just being down and being depressed is if we're going through a really lengthy period of it where you're feeling very low, very down, persistently over weeks or months, that's when it's more of a depressed state. That's when we are struggling with depression itself. And I know from from looking back on, on my own life uh, at different points, 
when I look back now at points when I I didn't get out of bed until I literally had to leap out of bed and shower to go to work. And this would be when I was on, on late shift. And this was going on for, for a long length of time. I didn't feel motivated. I'd done the very basics to function, to be in my life. But it was all more because I had to rather than having a will or a want to. Uh, looking back now, I see many signs that that I was depressed, but I didn't I didn't know it at the time. And again, I do put some of that down to we don't talk about it. We're not open about it. We tend to hide ourselves away or be scared that we have depression because when we think of depression, we can often think of of suicide or harming ourselves, and that terrifies us. So we can tend to deny the fact that we're feeling depressed in the hope it will just go away. But unfortunately, uh, folks, that's not the way it works. So so talking about these things and facing them head on and recognising them in ourselves and in others helps us learn to manage them and cope with them and see that, you know, it happens to us all. We're human. So looking at first some of the, the symptoms of depression, some of the signs um, and symptoms of depression let range from lasting feelings of unhappiness, hopelessness, feeling like you're, you're stuck where you are, that there is no light at the end of the tunnel, that things are not going to get better. Um, and I think hopelessness is, is scary for us all as human beings because we live on hope. We hope for better days. We hope for children. We hope for more money. We hope for for happiness. We we live on hope. So hopelessness can be very, very, a very scary aspect of depression. Um, another symptom is is losing interest in things that you used to enjoy, things you used to love doing, you used to really enjoy doing. Just losing interest in them, feeling very cheery eyed, feeling cheerful. And if that's regular over a number of days or weeks, that's certainly a sign, a sign of depression. And many people struggling with depression also have symptoms of anxiety. And that can come out in part because we know we're feeling low, we know we're feeling deeply sad and it scares us. And that can bring on um, symptoms of anxiety as well. Stress triggers are, are heightened when we're depressed which means, you know, you'll, you'll go to pieces quicker over the, over the smaller things, things you'd normally cope with, things you'd normally manage. Your, your stress is triggered very quickly. You lose your keys and you're having a meltdown um, because you're not coping with, with average day-to-day stresses as well as you normally would. And like that, feeling like you can't cope, feeling like things are just insurmountable. These are all signs and symptoms of depression. And some of the physical symptoms are feeling constantly tired, sleeping badly or sleeping very unusual amounts. And when you get up, you're, you're feeling fatigued, you're feeling tired, you never feel uh, energised, having no appetite for food, having little or no sex drive and also suffering different aches and pains can also tie back to depression. Depression affects people in different ways. And it absolutely, as I mentioned there, it can cause a variety of symptoms. But for me, as I mentioned, one of the scariest things about depression is that we don't talk about it. 
we don't talk about uh, when we're feeling depressed and when we're feeling. Now, we often feel like we have to show up in a particular way or if people knew they judge you or see you differently. We are still very much overcoming the taboo of mental illness. And sadly, what can happen when we're feeling depressed is we also feel a huge amount of shame. We feel ashamed of ourselves because, because we're depressed in the first place. And that stops us from speaking out, stops us from asking for help. Shame, shame, as you know from listening to the podcast, is for me, I think shame is a nasty emotion that doesn't serve us. It comes in when we're children as a protection me- mechanism, but it does not serve us at all. Shame shames us into hiding parts of ourselves, not using our voice and speaking the truth. Shame is is the voice in our heads that says to you, oh, if, if people really knew the real you, what would they think? What would they say? Shame tells you, you know, you're a bad person. It tells you you deserved the, the things that happened to you. Shame tells you it's it's your fault, which which means you keep yourself in the dark. You don't share how you're feeling. You don't share what's going on. And the thing is, depression loves the dark, loves when you're alone, because that's when it can seep in and, and really infiltrate your life and really keep you where you are. So being aware of some of these feelings and recognising above all else that here's the thing, like, we are not alone. Every single one of us, as I've mentioned, the standard is for depression six to ten times within our lifetime for all of us. We all feel sad at times. We all feel low. We all feel depressed. It's actually one of the things that we're together in. Um, our emotions, our feelings, our behaviours, how we react and respond to things, the things that hurt us. That's the thing that we're not alone in. The fact that we all do suffer. Um, it's just we react and respond in different ways and different things impact us all differently. What may make me depressed may not necessarily make you depressed and vice versa. And one of the sneakiest things I believe with depression is, as I mentioned, it's knowing that you are depressed. It's recognising in yourself that you are much lower than normal, that you are not managing. That's one of the first things, awareness around how you're feeling. Because as I mentioned, I look back at different points in my life, one in particular when I was in quite a, when I was in a very violent relationship. I was so low, I was in, I was a walking shell of who I was but I didn't see it then because I felt so low I and I just believed this is how things were I felt that level of level of hopelessness now thank God that did shift true connection true talk and true communication and true loved ones seeing what was going on with me but at the time had you have asked me I didn't I didn't think I was depressed and for all of us there are so many things that that can happen in our lives to make us feel, you know, deeply sad, deeply low or depressed, losing someone. And that happens to us in so many ways. Losing someone through death, losing someone when a relationship ends, whether it's a friendship, whether it's with a sexual partner. We lose people and 
and things in so many ways. And grief hits us when we lose anything that matters to us, be it a pet, a friend, a, a job, a home we used to live in, a big move. All of these things can, can really depress us. Unprocessed trauma is another key player in depression. It's one thing that certainly caused it, causes it. The unhealed child, that's, that's another one. That can cause a cycle and a number of cycles of depression throughout our lives. Or having a child. Having a child can, although a beautiful time in your life, it is an extraordinarily difficult time for, for any parent. It, it, the shift in identity, the massive change to your life for women, the, the change in hormones, the change in roles for men and women, the change to your relationships, it upends your life and for a number of reasons can, can cause depression. Not being able to have a child, that's another one that can cause uh, couples to be extremely depressed. In ways, you know, we, we can feel like we failed. Um, miscarriage, job loss, empty nest, not being happy in your own skin. There's so many things in our lifetime that can make us deeply sad and bring us down. And as I mentioned, different things impact us all differently. What impacts one, one of us may not impact the other of us in the same way. But one of the biggest key players for us all, one thing that depression for us all has in common is loneliness. Loneliness is, is a, one of the biggest causes of depression. Folks were, were social creatures, social beings were born for connection. Uh, loneliness impacts us in so many ways and it can show up in our lives in, in all different ways, whether that's through loss of losing someone that, that, that passed, the breakup of a relationship, giving up something that, that we know is toxic to us, like smoking. Smoking has, smoking has a huge psychological impact on, on people that have given it up and can cause them for a time to feel very depressed. They relied on it for a number of reasons, one being self-regulation. So it hugely impacts your emotions and you have to learn to, to manage them differently. Loneliness through isolation. Uh, that's another one. Because you feel depressed and vulnerable, you don't want the world to see it. So you isolate yourself more, driving the loneliness and keeping the, keeping the depression ignited. Or loneliness, the very last one. Loneliness because you don't like yourself. Loneliness because you don't, you can't be alone with yourself. You don't like how you feel when you're with you. Over time, absolutely, that can cause us to feel very low, very depressed and, and very, very lonely. And another one that, that really plays in um, is lack of purpose. Not knowing who you are or where you're going. Feeling like you have unfulfilled potential. Not feeling motivated or driven towards life goals. Not having life goals or feeling, feeling your life is not about you at all. Um, and one of the last things that massively impacts it, and again, this is looking from a whole being approach. What hurts us? We are emotional creatures, so it's looking at what impacts our emotions the most throughout our path on life, throughout our journey. The last one being when we're living in the past. This can be absolutely uh, tied into the unhealed child, constantly living in the pain you suffered long ago, 
this can really drive depression because we're reliving the pain, the fear and the sadness constantly. And it can be debilitating, leaving us feeling scared to move on and very much trapped in in negative emotions that over time do cause uh, depression and reoccurring depression. So listening to all of that groups and stuff, what can we do to deal with depression? What can we do to help ourselves, to prevent it, to, to stop it occurring in the first place or learn to manage ourselves when it does? Because it does, folks. And that's something I want to ring through to us all again. It does happen to us all. It is normal to happen to us all. Life happens to us all. So it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to ask for help, to reach out. That takes strength. It is not weakness to ask for help or to talk. That takes strength. That takes thinking enough of yourself to reach out and say, I need help. I'm not managing. I'm not coping at the moment. And doing that for yourself, that takes great courage. And again, it's a huge step towards moving away from depression. And as I say, recognising that we all feel it that you're human reaching out and asking for help whether it's to a friend your doctor seeking professional help all of these are are proven and known to combat depression another thing taken in the the whole being the holistic approach is making changes in your life the best way to combat depression is a talking seeking help b making lifestyle changes what is it that has depressed you in the first place what needs to change and looking at also how you're living day to day even changing some of the foods you eat food impacts depression exercise has a huge positive impact on on feeling depressed because we release endorphins we're, we're getting out and about exercise is powerful for um for combating depression that you actually you don't even get it. You don't need to eliminate it. You don't struggle as much with it. So all of these things have, have a huge impact on how you manage yourself, how you can combat depression. Look at what you're listening to, what you're watching. Are you surrounding yourself with sadness because you're feeling low? Look at the people you're surrounding yourself with or lack thereof because all of this impacts how we're feeling, the energy around we're around, what we're bringing in visually, what we're listening to, what we're hearing. All of this has a huge impact. But above all else, it's recognizing that it is normal to feel depressed at times. It is okay to feel depressed at times. Looking at what has created the depression in your life, what has you feeling low in the first place? And there's one more thing I want to mention there, guys, as well, that what can be really really terrifying for us when we're feeling depressed is our mind looks for ways to escape our mind looks for avenues in so sometimes we can have a thought of oh well if I just jumped off a bridge if I just stepped in front of a car it's your mind sometimes looking for escape that is different to feeling suicidal when you have lost all hope and do do not want to be on the planet anymore and do not see a way forward that is 
that is suicidal. When we're having the odd talk, when we're feeling low, when we're feeling sad, as I said, you know, oh, well, do you know what? I'll, I'll just jump in front of a car and I'll just it. That can tend to be escapism, but at the time, it can be terrifying that you even had that talk and you get scared for yourself, you get frightened for yourself. But again, it's recognizing that it's your mind looking to escape and that you do need to seek help, you do need to reach out. And there is hope, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I have so many clients here that have come in feeling very low, very depressed, sometimes for how they're treating themselves, how they've showed up for themselves in their own life, sometimes through things that have happened to, to them, unprocessed grief, the unhealed child, job loss, loss of purpose. There are so many things. But knowing that you deserve help, it is normal and there is light at the end of the tunnel. One thing that life shows us, if you look back at yourself 10 years ago, how you are living and how you are living now, life shows us that it changes all the time. Very little, very, very little is permanent. One of the only permanent things there is, is death. It will change. It will not stay this way. Get the help you need, reach out for your support, reconnect and accept that this is sometimes a part of life and it's how you manage yourself within it and that's stepping up for you and reaching out for the help you need. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.